Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Immigratable Podcast. I'm Bianca. And I'm Nicola. And thank you guys so much for listening and for all your support as per usual. And thank you so much to everyone who replied to us on social media to our question about cultural differences they've experienced. It was very fun seeing all the things that I've never even thought of that other people have experienced. We thought it would be a good idea to go over some of those things that I think most people, especially Americans, don't necessarily realize are cultural differences or adjustments for people coming out here because it's so normal to Americans. Yeah, it's just normal things to them. And like, we'll probably want to cover every single one, guys, but we will try and we'll include the ones we got on social media as well. Um, what's one thing you think you'd never get used to? Inside even dogs. though <laughs> Immediately. Immediately inside dogs. <laughs> that is quite an adjustment because most of our dogs in South Africa are outside. Like, and so also for safety reasons. I yeah. understand that in the US, part of it is... Um, like weather related because obviously they can't be outside in the winter and sometimes depending on where you're on the summer it's just so hot or there's rattlesnakes or stuff like that but I just like, I've been with two host families that had a dog and I just I can't get used to it like even like I'm off duty but I still have to be at home to take the dogs out yeah which I don't mind helping with like extra stuff that's not a big deal but like I have to plan my day around someone being home to let the dogs out because if not then i need to go clean up the mess the dogs made or dropping the dogs off at daycares or whatever like it's just is doggy does south africa even have doggy daycares like i spoke to my friend that lives in new jersey when i was there because she has two dogs and i was like do you remember if we had stuff like that but we never like our dogs were outside dogs mostly because obviously most people had dog have dogs in south africa for safety reasons like you know to bark if someone's trying to break into your house but i can't remember like when we went on vacation or something like weird. one of your friends would come look after yeah, the dog yeah they'd come every day they'd come feed the dog maybe take him for a walk play a little bit and that that's it they sleep outside they have their little dog houses outside yeah. and they had like i feel like it's just it's something that honestly i've never had a house family with a dog so it's not something that necessarily bothers me but it is something that it's just different from how we grew up even my husband when we were still dating when i first met him he had a dog and it was inside dog and that was also (laughs) shit i miss him i remember um but it's like i just i can't when i want to talk about it i feel like my brain's short-circuiting because i just i can't like why is there a dog inside (laughs) (laughs) what's your what's the thing that you don't think you'll ever get over i think it's probably the amount of respect that younger people use towards elderly Could people never or be like, Americans. yeah or like older people in general like in south africa we call we don't call adults like even my at our age 26 we call people 10 years older than us we call them woman tani which translates to uncle and aunt yeah. which obviously doesn't sound that great like i'm not gonna walk up to someone hey aunt like that that means your family so it's no i i i don't see anything wrong with still calling someone auntie even if they're not technically your aunt i get that but just with the culture here i don't feel like anyone would take you seriously they'd be like i'm not i'm not your family you know yeah so i feel like that's a big thing to me because my mom would have you know smacked you yeah exactly (laughs) if i just called and like one of her friends, like say one of her friend, their friends come over and I'm like, hi, John. Imagine just calling your friend's parents by their first name. My goodness. Like Good. me, I calling my husband's parents by their first name is so hard to me in the beginning. Now it's a little easier because I've been here for almost three years. So I kind of got used to it, but it's still 
hard for me. I feel like I don't respect them that much. I feel like we also call her by a nickname. We call both of them. Even my mom, I feel like we also call my mom a yeah. nickname. Though. Everyone has nicknames. Like, even my host family. Yeah. The mom and dad had nicknames. <laughs> <laughs> it's not mean nicknames. It's just fun. It's just it's just a variation of your own name. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm not excited because, I mean, it's the beginning of October now. And even though... I know what you're going the, to talk about. The first <laughs> forecasted snow is October 21st. It's now today in Vail. But apparently, what day is it? Wednesday. Tomorrow is Thursday. Thursday it's raining, and they said there is a chance of overnight snow, mm-hmm. which it's supposed to melt on touch or whatever. But I'm I'm not looking forward to having to drive in the snow, I which already... is another difference that I think is just not a fun time. It's just like you get used to it because you just have to. But I'm. Already not excited for having to get up 30 minutes earlier in the morning to leave like 20 minutes earlier to be able to get to work the same time. But you need to make sure that your car is warm to drive in the snow. You need to take the snow off your car. Luckily, we have carports. At, I'm you know, so happy about those. In, luckily, I have a husband that gets up in the morning and cleans the car off for me. <laughs> I Honestly, I think that was one of the things that was on my Bumble bio was I remember. just looking for someone to scrape the snow off my car in the winter. I remember that we laughed so much. And I found well, one. Listen, it worked. <laughs> but I mean, at the same time, I feel like talking about driving in the snow, it's just cars in general. First of all, driving on the other side of the road, on the other side of the car. That's just going Driving over. automatic like is also a big deal. No, thank you. It could like, never be me driving a manual car, even in South Africa. I feel like in South Africa, only the rich people drove automatic cars. Like, that's how I grew up. I mean, that's also how I grew up, but I got very lucky when we bought my car. I remember you told me. Because also, I lived in, like, Randburg, and Randburg is just Randburg is just up and down. There's hills everywhere. I'll just, yeah. no, no, thank you. But I mean, even I guess at the same time, then the size of cars, because I mean, in South Africa, most people have small cars. I think the one of the smallest buckies that they have here is a Ford Ranger. And that's like one of the biggest in South Africa. Yeah, that's pretty much just cars. Everyone drives SUVs and trucks, trucks, not not what we think in South no, it's Africa. It's not a bucky, a truck. <laughs> it's yeah. a truck. Like they they drive bigger cars and there's like. And then a truck is what they call what we call a bucky. They call a truck. And then what they, what we call a truck is like, they call it a 16 wheeler or a 14 wheeler or a semi truck. Yeah. Um, like I said, automatic transmission is also a big change since it's not as big in South Africa. Um, what else? What did that? Oh, remember how like growing up in South Africa, we would call a stroller a pram. So the th- so in America, one of my host families explained that to me once. To them, a pram, you know, like a stroller is the one that like the baby can sit up in and you can like kind of put the seat back a little bit. To Americans, a pram is the one that they use the in like bassinet? the olden days. The, yeah, the one oh, of the bassinet. Okay. That, is, that is a pram to Americans. But see, coming here, I like, I my first family was twins of i remember telling everyone but everyone anyway they had a stroller like a double stroller because they were twins and i called it a pram and every time i talk about a pram the dad would look at me and be like what is a pram and i'm like dude you're like come on you like you know what a pram you know like you're just trying to be but i mean on babies also nappies or diapers don't tell an american a nappy oh yeah i i've made that mistake like especially with my second host family because the 
twins were already kind of off them so i never usually but like with the baby like especially when he grew up a little bit i'll be like go get me a nappy and he'd be like what what <laughs> uh so yeah i feel like another one is just feeling safe you know like <laughs> i know it's weird but just feeling like like i live very close to a 7-eleven yeah. like i can literally walk across the road and in south africa i wouldn't do that on my own so i feel like to be fair i think this one as much as i 100 percent agree with it i also think it depends on <clears> the state <throat> i think it depends on the state and where yeah. you live in the state because obviously but also i mean in consideration so, okay i i feel safer driving around where i am where I live, I'm also not necessarily going to walk somewhere. <laughs> but also to keep into consideration, most au pairs are with families that are usually either well off or like yeah. they're, they're doing good for themselves. So they don't live in that kind of areas that's yeah. scary. So that's, I feel like as au pairs, you should feel safe in the area you live in because most of them live in pretty good areas. Yeah. Especially, well, except if you live in the hood like I did. <laughs> Goodness. I remember the host dad used to make fun of it. He used to say something like, it may be the hood, but it's good or something. <laughs> you guys straight lived in the hood. Though. We lived in the hood. But their house but was, was so fun. nice. Oh, I love their house. If, if you, you lived in the hood, but at the same time, you literally lived downtown. So it was so nice because whenever we would go out, we can just go to your house and take an Uber. <laughs> exactly. Because it was so cheap, like especially to my hire or something or even downtown, it was cheap. So I feel like feeling safe is definitely, like I said, I wouldn't walk across to the gas station on my own if I was in South Africa. But here's like 10 p.m. and I'm like, mm, I want to. Here we take the cat for a walk. I actually, yeah, exactly. I actually baked a banana bread last night. We still have some. And nice. I didn't have any flour. So I literally just at 10 p.m. walked over to 7-Eleven, got some flour. And I was like, I would never do this in South Africa. Also, you wouldn't be able to find flour in South Africa at 10 p.m. No, um, I think you mentioned one just now, just before we started recording about shoes. Oh yeah, taking off your shoes when you go into someone's house—weird. Like, why? I, that's part of my outfit. Now I'm taking. So I mean, I understand why they do it. Yeah, for germs and stuff. It, but it's... but at the same time, I'm just like, no. Yeah, I struggle to get used to it. Like right now, it's like. Second nature. So no, I, I still. Oh, I know. When I you still, come into my house. Oh, you sit I, with your I shoes. Never off. take my shoes off. <laughs> when I come into where I work, like where I nanny right now, I take my shoes off. So like, the thing for me is, you know, fine. I have no problem taking my shoes off, and then walking on my socks. Your floors are dirty now. My white socks are brown, yeah, but I had exactly. to take. So why are your floors dirty if no one's allowed no to walk in the allowed. house with shoes on? Although my favorite is when host families there was my first host family was so 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 strict about not having shoes on upstairs on the carpets and there was one time that i like i already had all five kids in the car and i just really like i think i forgot my phone or something and i ran upstairs to my room to get it and she stopped me and she like no i got in trouble for having and she said to me she was like yeah i know you see that i do it but this is my house i can do what i want you're not allowed to wear your shoes in the house and i was like are you kidding me it was what? i'm sorry it was literally once but at the same time like that's such an uncalled for comment to be like this is my i, I didn't say anything about the fact that you wear shoes in the house or upstairs like I, like the my second house family also like we took our shoes off in the house but downstairs like in the like main area wasn't that big of a deal but they did have carpet upstairs i just never walked with my shoes upstairs but i also remember one time 
I put Henny in the car and then I just ran up and I had to go get, I don't know what, I think it was a diaper or something because we were on our way to you. A nappy. Yeah, a nappy. <laughs> so yeah, um, I think another big one, which we're not used to is navigating public transport, like just using public transport in general. Because I think in South Africa, I once used the how train and how, the how train's not as bad. Yeah, I used it once and I think... I I like I I'd never oh in Cape Town we have the things called My City which is like these little buses that take you from point A to point B so you can park your car out of the city and then take the My Cities and they're pretty nice because they stop at like every two blocks or something so you can just get off they're pretty nice that's the only public transport I've ever used in my life before coming here so the nice thing about public transport here is um you can use like if you have an iPhone I don't know about on Google Maps. I would assume probably the same. <coughs> but I know on Google Maps or in, on Apple Maps, if you put in like an address of where you're going to go, you can select the thing that says public, public transport, transport and it, you can, it'll tell you which bus train or whatever it's taken and then how far you have to walk from here. And so that's a nice one it's, with the public yeah, transport. I feel like it's because it's such a big thing here. They won't have that in South Africa. Like if you go on Apple Maps there, they won't have, I feel like because... You might be able to get a taxi or something, but I can't think that they'd be on no, a schedule. Like, obviously, come no. on. They're not on a schedule. No. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a very big thing. Like, in every... Which is great. Like, obviously, it saves you money using public transport. Like, when we go to concerts and stuff, we sometimes... And obviously, I feel like it takes us a lot longer to get to our destination because you... It's it not just it's, yeah. it's a stop and, and it's also around so it's picking up other people and stuff so like getting driving there's 20 minutes but taking the trains an hour which, but at the same time you're not sitting in traffic when you leave you're not parking you can you actually can have a drink yeah exactly not, i mean not that i drink but that that's another thing is the drinking age in america yeah because we're used to it being 16 none of my business <laughs> if there was ever something that was none of my business it's that come on we all most south africans i feel like have their first drink around 50 which are probably americans too come on like no one's being delusional about that like it's but being to like i feel like coming from south africa being like 19 20 years old being used to being able to go to a club being able you're, to go out in and south then, africa from 18 you're basically an adult from yeah. here you're only an adult from 21, maybe 25, but like 18, 19 and 20 is basically still a child in America. Yeah. So in South Africa, say you're 20, right? Or 19. You're used to being able to go to clubs when you're like in college, whatever. Then you come to America. Boom. You can't go anywhere. That was one thing that when I was here the first time, I mean, not that I went out a lot in South Africa, but um, there was one bar in Georgia that served us underage. There's also what's nice about a lot of the clubs is they have like um, you can get in without your ID and they just, just like, make big crosses on your hands. Yeah. So then you can still go partying, but you just can't drink. Yeah. So, not that you want to drink as alcohol so expensive. And alcohol is just not as good as in South Africa. Just putting that out there. I think they physically card you. Like the rule is even if you're like 40 years old, they physically card you until you're visibly over 60 years old. Yeah. But also because like some of the children here, like, have you seen what some of these 16 year olds look like? Mm hmm. Like, they literally look older than both of us. They are definitely, they definitely, I feel like they're older. And, like, remember at where, at where we waitress sometimes, that guy, I was like, 
is he like 14 and you told me he's my age and i was like i so to be fair he's he's friends with someone that's two years younger than us. so i thought oh, yeah i assumed I that he was that. the same age <laughs> um one thing that i am excited about for the snow is a white christmas because i Bold feel like you to assume you're gonna get one in colorado that's true we had one last year but it also melted. Yeah, but we had it, so it's fine. I feel like that's something that you always just see in the movies. Growing up in South Africa, you see all of these snowy Christmases and the hot cocoa and the fireplaces. And then we go to the beach for Christmas Day. Like, it's just way different. So a white Christmas is definitely something that wasn't a judge. Uh, a, uh, an adjustment. <laughs> An that adjustment. Word. Yes. Um, I think, again, it literally just depends on the state because what was nice was when I lived in Massachusetts, because the snow sticks and just turns into ice and is just disgusting, it was physically like a lot of snow yeah. and it like stayed throughout the whole day. And like after presence, they went and like made snowmen and obviously, stuff like if that. you're in Florida or California or something, you're not going to have a white Christmas. Sucks like, for you. Sorry, you're going to have kind of the same that we have in mm-hmm. South Africa. <laughs> but I think, you know, it, even with the Christmas, it's like how we spoke about in the last episode how people really dress up for not dress up like dress up their house <laughs> yeah like decorate their houses and stuff for but christmas. even dress up like christmas dinner and stuff oh my goodness like that's not a thing in south africa I, we so i think it depends on the family well my family what i grew up in we would just be casual and like we'd be in like leggings and t-shirts and stuff and here you have to put on like nice pants and a nice shirt and yeah. do your makeup and stuff and that was quite everyone an wearing matching pajamas oh that's cute though that's pretty cute um speaking about christmas like any other american holidays like halloween Halloween that's that's coming up guys we're gonna have a good halloween episode you guys better (laughs) you guys better be excited for that spooky (laughs) yeah we're our halloween episode is gonna be fun and then we're also gonna do a thanksgiving episode um so yeah about the mental health remember oh shh it's a secret (laughs) pretend you didn't hear that (laughs) don't So, yeah, um, like Halloween is something we don't like. I feel like it's bigger now in South Africa. So, I mean, growing up, obviously, it was just something that we saw on TV. But my mom directly would always be like, Halloween is the devil. Oh, yeah. And your husband, too. <laughs> the devil. Listen, <laughs> I asked my husband, can I decorate the house? Because it's like fall and, you know, like Halloween and stuff like that. And he was like, you can put up pumpkins, but we're not putting up a skeleton because Halloween is the devil. Yep. Well... I like I like like the street that I work on. They they have like a um, Halloween competition, which is pretty cool. I actually on Monday when I got to work, the whole house was it's like it dragons. They're like they. Oh, it's... What sound does a dragon make? You're the sound <laughs> specialist. You tell us. <laughs> One thing I don't like about Halloween decorations is when they jump out at you because it's not funny. And I'm going to break your decoration and then you're going to be upset. But you, why remember, did it jump out at me? Remember when we went to the scare maze? Terror the, in the corner. The terror in the corner. We have like to go again first year. <laughs> When you and I went with that other we, friend. We fell. Our knees were bleeding. Like, because I, there was something, a girl creeping on the floor from under a floorboard. And I got such a fright that I ran. And then I ran like over Nicola. And then she, I fell on her. Or she, I don't know. It was security, so... like, it came out through the secret doors because they asked us if we wanted to leave because we like, felt like three times in a row. Yeah, it was, it was scary, So guys. one thing that I, I, if anyone lives in Colorado, Colorado would definitely recommend um, 
doing Terra in the Cornets at Anderson Farms in Erie, and it's amazing. Oh, we've been twice now, right? The last, the first year we went on our own with a friend, and then last year we both went with our now husbands. Yeah, and um, there's the thirteenth floor or something, which is like a, ha- a haunted house or something that's in Denver. In downtown, and yeah. there is not a chance I'm going to that. I wouldn't mind, but there, I don't want to go on my own. There is not a chance. One thing I will say that's nice about this time of year also, though, is like um, all the like fall festivals and pumpkin patches and stuff like that, which I will say if anyone lives in Nebraska, there's one in Omaha called Valas and it is amazing, which I would definitely highly, highly recommend also. I remember last year we actually both ended up going to the same corn maze on different or to the same pumpkin patch on different days. Without even realizing. I went, I think I went first and then you guys went and I was like, hey. Can you send me a picture of what it looked like? And it looked, and I was like, oh, we went to the same one. But it was also late in October, so the pumpkins weren't that yeah, great I'd, when we went. We should go earlier. Yeah. Um, I feel like another thing is how literal people talk. I think I mentioned this in one of the other episodes. I think but like so. when people literally say a couple, they mean two. And I, I understand that. I mean, that could be technically what it means. But at the same time... But also you get couples that have more people in them. That's, it's called a thruple. Okay, so from now on when I need something of <laughs> it's three, either, it's can either I get a called, It's either called a thruple or a quad. My goodness. And then after that, I, I just want to know why you know these things. Because this is one lady that I follow on TikTok. And I'm just, I have many questions, but she answers all of them. Even though I don't ask them, she answers other people's questions. So from now on when I want something, like three of something, I'm going to say, can I get a thruple no, of that, those? that's a few... But then at the same time, what is, why can I not just say two for a couple, three for a few? Because as soon as it's more than three, you must say four. It's weird. Like, if I say a few, I don't necessarily mean three. I mean a few. Like, give me a handful. Well, if I say I want a couple of those, I also mean I want a few. Yeah. <laughs> like, a handful is a better way, I think, to say that. It, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> I, my brain just doesn't. You know, it's something I actually, again, today I ate a Kit Kat and I just once again got reminded about how the products we know that are made by Cadbury taste awful here. So it's because here it's still under the Cadbury brand, but Hershey's produces Cadbury in America. It's honestly like the chocolate here sucks. I one time I remember I ordered, I ordered, um, Kit Kats from Amazon and it was British Kit Kats, which means it was actually Cadbury. And I took a piece of that and I took a piece of this awful things they call Kit Kat here. And I gave my husband two both pieces and I was like, Yo, tell me which one is better. Yeah. And he chose the British one. And I was like, I it told is. you. Because it's just better. It's when not my, just sugar. When my parents came to visit, they brought us a few chocolates and stuff like that. Which she says they brought it for my husband and me. But they actually brought it for me and I. Yeah. What's yours I, is yours I, and what's I his is yours. let him have some of mine. But he also immediately, he was like, it's just so, so, so much better. Yeah. It's definitely, I feel like there's a lot of things like ketchup. We're used to good, like, all gold or... Honestly, even the Nando's taste different. The Nando's sauce here tastes different. The sauce. I I've ne- I don't think I ever had Nando's in South Africa. It was just not a big thing for me. Could it was just... never been me. I feel like it's just chicken on a grill. Listen, Nando's. Yeah, but you also grew up, you know, in Joburg or lived in Joburg. I'm a Joburg. Joburg. Could never be me being a Joburg. You're a Joburg girl. Could never be me. <laughs> but speaking of Nando's... What I really miss is Nando's advertising. Oh. And on top of that, 
in America, competitive advertising is oh, one of the my. best things ever. Like, they're, they're just allowed to say, hey, I'm Kia and I'm better than Ford. Like, what? We're not allowed to say that in South Africa. Nando's tries. Competitive advertising is illegal in South Africa. Yeah. Um, and here, when at first when I got here and I saw ads, I was like, "Hey, are they not like breaking the rules or something?" But it's especially now with like Halloween coming. What I've seen a few like companies do in the past is like they'll be they'll say, "Oh, you know, I'm dressing up something super scary for Halloween," and it'll be like a Burger King box that has a McDonald's sheet over it, like pretending to be scary, what? or like some st- stupid stuff like that, or. Say it'll be, um, I think I saw once, and I don't, can't remember if it was a Coke or a Pepsi can, but it was like the one can, and then it had a cape on um, that like pretended to be the other one, and it said everyone wants to be their heroes or something like that. Gosh, now it's weird, like the fact that they're allowed to just compare themselves to different brands. It's just, it's weird to me to see that. But at the same time, you know, speaking of chocolates... Ferrero Rocher, even Lent. You can buy Lent at Dollar Tree. That was one of my biggest adjustments is going to the store and seeing Ferrero Rocher and Dollar Tree. Oh, Ferrero Rocher and Lent, so cheap. In South Africa, that's like... A, that's something a nice fancy, you buy someone yeah, for, their- <laughs> for their birthday or something. like. And even coming here, like I would buy someone those big boxes of Ferrero Rocher and I'd ah. wrap it and that'll be their gift. And nope. to me, it's like the best... I remember like for my mom for Mother's Day or for a birthday or something, we'd always get her one of those big boxes because that's just fancy chocolate. And here it's just an everyday thing that you can literally go to the store. Like my deodorant that I use, mm-hmm. it's called Speedstick, the purple one. In South Africa, that is almost the most expensive deodorant. Coming here is like two bucks. And I was like, what? It's the cheapest one. It's on the lowest rack. It's the cheapest one. Isn't what exactly like it's just it's it's crazy to me that things that we know as expensive are like everyday products in america i mean expensive it's i don't know how people it's like i don't know how people got to eat out for dinner every night because that's so expensive but here it's normal to do that oh people and the way they order in like they order in like two times three times a week and in South Africa, if you maybe order in once a week or once a month and you maybe go out for dinner once a month, that's it. Like Takeaways are expensive in South Africa. I, here, they're not that cheap. Like They're getting, they're definitely. Yeah. I, since we've been here in the last like two and a half, three years, I've definitely seen the prices go up. Like I ordered tonight because every night when she comes over and we pot, we um, record, record, I order us some food because we're just we're not gonna cook i'm not gonna get home and then cook and then record it's it's a lot of work guys just you guys see that i'm being abused because she doesn't want to slave over the stove for do me. you guys see that i put all my heart see what i have to put up with into this podcast you know to make it worth it so i ordered us chipotle and it's for me chipotle chipotle i ordered for <laughs> me for her and for my husband it was almost 60 dollars with a tip for well, three people literally recent and this is gonna sound so ridiculous but when my husband and I go to Chick Fil A, we each order a meal. It's over twenty dollars now. It's crazy. Like that, probably almost thirty. Because if you take it's what twelve bucks for a meal plus twenty four plus tax, almost thirty. It. I mean, I, the family that I live worked for in Georgia, almost every night we ate takeout. She would text me on the way. She would text me on the way from home from work, and she'd be like, "Oh, what do you want for dinner?" Which at least must be nice getting asked what you want for dinner, not living with a family that brings home food and said oh i'm sorry i didn't know you were gonna be here where else would i be i'm working 
down in my where, where else am I going to be? I remember my host family always like they weren't big on takeout and stuff, but there was a couple of times where they there we go again with the street racing. Remember <laughs> the last. You episode. think I live in the hood? <laughs> I live on a very busy street. Um, yeah, what I, I, I was saying, my previous host family, they weren't very big on takeout. Like they'd get something now and again. Like if, especially if the dad was traveling, we'd get some takeout. And Chick Fil A. Yeah, she'd always text me, and also like I took the kids out a lot. Like you know how much those kids were not at the house. Which is great. Like, I loved having that kind of freedom and being able to take them to the museum, being able to take them to McDonald's afterwards. It was it was really good. We fed your kids very healthy food. Don't worry. Very healthy. <laughs> they only had apple slices at McDonald's and water. That's all they had. Yep, I ate all of their food for them. <laughs> None of my business. I think in a future episode, we'll try to cover some more on the different food and stuff here. Oh, because yeah. Listen, I'm going to get into that. But one thing that I really, really, really miss is steers. Oh, I miss decent KFC because KFC are so gross. I know you don't like KFC. Um, I think another thing is how tax isn't added to the don't price. Don't make me angry. <laughs> when I just got here, it made me so, I was so confused because the price that you see, like say you walk into Target and something says twenty nine ninety nine. That's not the price with tax because every state's tax is different. So you literally, once you get to the um, cashier or to the self-checkout, also self-checkout is something that's... Don't... I don't know how people do it. I, I don't know never how... never be South Africa. Oh my, we would be bankrupt. Like the entire country would be bankrupt going to be able to go and self-checkout. Like it's insane. But anyway... Back to the tax. Tax isn't added to the price. So once you go out and you scan your product, the tax is added there. So every time, like, say you go into the store with $100 and you know that's, like, the amount of money you can spend. You have to, like, take your $29.99 and then add, like, $2 or whatever. That's just kind of what I do. I do $2, $3, whatever, just kind of, because I'm not going to go and work out the tax. Usually, like, round up yeah. to whatever the nearest whole number is. And then if it's if it's, like... 29 i'll add like another two or three yeah exactly so i'll go 29 okay it's 32 and then if it's less than what i worked out i actually made money girl math i know <laughs> <laughs> what's nice is if you live in a tax-free state or you live close to a tax-free state because where we lived in massachusetts we lived i think it was new hampshire that was right next to us and the mall in new hampshire was closer than the mall that was in Massachusetts. So that was the only time I was allowed to leave the state where the car was going to that mall just because it was the closer one. So for Black Friday, my first year, I went to New Hampshire so I didn't have to pay any tax. Oh, that's pretty cool. But I didn't... Yeah. Um, speaking about going to Target, like Target and Walmart are two stores that literally broke my brain coming to America because we don't have stores like that. We have a macro, but macro doesn't sell like... But macro is more like Costco. Yeah, exactly. So Target literally, guys, Target sells everything from clothes to tires to grills to engagement rings. Whatever you think that you need. Which Target sells tires? Walmart sells Walmart tires. Walmart sells tires, yeah. Uh, um, listen, if I could get my tires changed at a Costco auto, I would. You can get your tires changed at a Costco. At a Target auto. <laughs> Oh, I was about to be like, you can't. Do well, I can't. Have you seen my tires? <laughs> so, yeah, I feel like those two stores are like, especially for someone that's never been to America and you come to America and you go to Target, you're so overwhelmed by all the options and 
all the things that you can buy at one store. Well, that's but another it, thing. Sorry to interrupt you, but literally, if you walk down the shelves at any grocery store, never mind those two, how many options there are for everything? Like cereal. There will be one brand of cereal. So let's say it's like cornflakes, but then there's like four different flavors of the normal cornflakes <coughs> and then on top of that there's seven other different off brands that also have four or five different flavors of each cornflakes and that's only the cornflakes and then with every season comes its own flavors like pumpkin spice cornflakes yes. and like they all have it's just like you're honestly overwhelmed now i know what i like so i buy what i like i don't even look at the other options but honestly especially walmart has an entire aisle filled with cereal options i don't know how all of them are making money like are the like i don't know i don't understand it i don't understand why we have to have one percent milk two percent milk whole milk flat milk flip almond milk why do we need so many different milks I, it's like the almond milk i get because some it people took me have a, a while but when I would go into the store in the beginning, it would just overwhelm me so much that I would like just about have a panic attack just trying to find something. Oh, yeah. Because I'm like, which brand is it? What do you get? What do you... I feel like, but again, what you were saying, things are so seasonal here. It's very much seasonal and kind of annoys me sometimes because then you find something you like and then you have to nope. buy 20 packets of it. Otherwise, it's gone by November. Um, talking about the amount of options of foods they have, like, guys... I don't think people know how much food Americans waste and they throw away. Because they go, there's more. Yeah, like it's insane to me. And I've kind of, I literally just right before we started this podcast, I was talking to Nicola and I was like, I really need to be better at this because I, I feel like I make too much food and then I put it in the fridge. And then two weeks later, we clean out the fridge and there's just five containers full of take, like leftovers. Well, again, so do you, how long, how long do you leave food in the fridge that you'll still eat it for? Probably like a, two days, maybe. So that's in America. Americans will leave food in the fridge for like two weeks. And then they'll and still I, eat it? I, I can't. Literally. I don't I, think I've ever My husband that. and I have, you know, our rule is now a week from when it was made. Because he feels like it's wasteful if you throw it out sooner than that. So I've literally cut our portions to like just about only making one and a half mm -hmm. portions. And then it seems like there's still leftovers. But in America, they like they'll eat food for like a week i've never seen that That's two gross. weeks there's i mean i can i can tell you exactly of who does that Ugh, that's great I, I, I don't know how i don't know how people do that. a week and because i feel like in south africa it's also different because um in colorado it's a little bit different i guess because we don't have the humidity but i mean in some states like the stuff just doesn't mold like it does in South mm. Africa. In South Africa, like three days later. It's, it's also because all of their stuff has so many freaking additives and preservatives, additives and preservatives, and so many things in there. Like milk, you buy milk in South Africa, it lasts you like three days, then it's sour. Milk yeah. here, two weeks, you can still use that. Like it's insane. Bread does. I've never seen moldy bread in South I, oh, in America. I have. Okay, no, I've, I've. I've never seen it, and I don't understand how bread just stays like that. You have. You've bought moldy bread from the store before. I don't remember. You were very angry. Probably. I it was rolls. Been. Oh, I remember the rolls. Ugh. I was so upset. I don't know. <sighs> Things just last very long here. Yeah. It's because it's of all the It's stuff. very concerning. No, definitely. Like, why is your bread lasting you two weeks? I'm sorry. That's I feel like even fruit. Yeah. Except for bananas. But I, bananas I, everywhere. <laughs> bananas make me so angry because literally from... 
we bought a bunch at Costco and I bought literally the most green bananas that I could find and they were completely green literally by the time we got home from Costco and you know which Costco it's not that far yeah. from us it's maybe maybe 20 minutes at max they were already half yellow and That's... they're dark now you gotta make banana bread don't tempt me <laughs> I think another thing is South Africa and um well Americans being so sensitive. That was one to, that someone had Yeah, that sent was in. someone on our Instagram sent in South Africans being so sensitive. No, Americans being so yeah, sensitive American, to South African banter. Yeah, cuz we are used to like whenever we will make a little joke. Everything's joke. a joke. Everything's a joke. It's a little jokey <laughs> joke except our culture. Our culture My culture's not, not a joke. No. So but, but everything else is a joke. We and just joke about everything. I feel like that's our coping mechanism. That's just the way we talk to each other. That's the way we grew up. Like, say, one of my host kids would, like, bump their toe. And I'd be like, okay, we got to cut off your foot. And then and they get screaming. <laughs> like, that's just how we grew up. Like, my, I would hurt my hand and my dad would, like, tell me, okay, time, bring the hammer. We got to cut off your hand. I'll never forget those ones. And I, I think it's when we lived in Uganda. But I remember it was at a soccer game and I got hurt. And I got hurt in the arm. And it wasn't a South African, but one of the dads on the team came and said, okay, well, come, let me punch you in the other arm. And then yes, your and arms he... will feel the same. <laughs> or like, <laughs> I would say, yeah, your arm hurts. And then you took out, I'll punch you in your other arm. So you don't, you don't yeah, think so about that arm. Yeah, exactly. You don't realize it. <laughs> I think another thing is when you say you're sorry to an American or you say, oh, I'm so sorry. And like, and you're the, fine. You're, you're good. You're good. What does that mean? You're good. I know I'm good at everything, but like, what does that mean? Say it's okay. I forgive you. I like think <laughs> when I was here the first time, it made me so angry <laughs> because I'd say, "Oh, you know, excuse me," or you know, "I'm sorry," and then because I'm trying to pass, I'm like, "You're in the way," and they'd be like, "Oh, you're good," and then they turn around and continue what they're doing, and I'm like, "Move out of my way before I kick you." <laughs> I I don't. I need you to tell me that you forgive me and that it's okay and that you're not angry at me i don't need you to tell me it's good so, so okay so then why can americans say you're good and then move on but then when it comes to parenting it's the complete opposite oh. they completely explain themselves they explain every decision what's it called um gentle parenting no thank you <laughs> that that's one thing like that was the I feel like that was one of the biggest adjustments, especially since we came to work with kids and live with families. This gentle parenting, like obviously I'm not for spanking kids like a hundred percent. I grew up being spanked, obviously, because I'm from South Africa, but I just feel like I would never I I just I don't feel could never be I'm going to smack the kids. <laughs> But like gentle parenting is just something that really we had to get used to. Please don't do that. No, and don't you know do that. why? Do you know why? Do you know what's going to happen when you do that? You're going to burn your finger. Yeah. Oh, look, you burnt your finger. And why did you do that? Because mommy told you not to do that. Remember? Ah, it's so annoying. Like, oh, no, if I'm going to when I say this word, that means you have to stop. So when, when you turn a tantrum and I say the word bananas, you need to stop. So I'm saying bananas. So bananas, bananas. What does banana? Or like the counting. Okay, one. And if I get to five, you're going to time out. And then you, then you recount from four every time because they, they're still not doing it. One. I mean, my mom didn't have to count. My mom would look at me and I'd start crying and apologize. My mom would just walk into the She'd room. give you the she look. One even make eye contact. You know, like, I'm so sorry. Please don't kill me. Like, <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> Dude, we got, we got spanked growing up. That's like, an that's understatement. Honestly, yeah, exactly. Like, the, the fact that we're alive... 
That's a good one for us. Listen, my mom loves to make this joke, and I know she's gonna <laughs> she's gonna say something about the fact that I said this. But my mom says this to people, and she always tells people, "Yeah, she gave me more hiding than food." Well, because, but you know, I didn't turn out too badly. Yeah, you're okay. We, we can handle you. Um, I, know, I think I, there was one more that someone sent in. Uh, was it about seasons? Yeah, food. Uh, oh, listen, guys, Americans don't don't even so. In all their fast food and in the food that you buy at the store, everything is so filled with sodium that you'll get a heart attack from yeah. eating two chips. But when they cook food at home. I remember my first host family, I walked in and like my one of my jobs was to cook like meal prep for the kids for the week. And I was busy cooking like mince or ground beef. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> I was busy cooking that and I was like looking in the drawer in the spice drawer okay what was this salt pepper yeah and salt and pepper and like onion powder and garlic, garlic powder. powder and garlic salt yeah that was literally salt. it and then when i got to my second family i opened this one drawer and it was just full of spices like my drawer right now yeah. so they had full of spice oh i was so happy i could make good food because you need seasoning salt uh, and pepper is not seasoning well and you know what i love them to bits but there's one family that i work for at the moment and they told me to please stop putting exotic spices <laughs> in the food what did you do what did you add paprika I, like i don't even know what it was but like cumin coriander nothing oh, no, they no, said no. they too much for them literally there's a, there's a brand of um, like seasoning like the kinders ones mm-hmm. and then I have the blend for them which is salt pepper and garlic and they were like oh no that one's fine you can just put that one in and I love them to absolute bits but <laughs> please let me season your food <laughs> please oh guys I think that's it for this episode I think we covered most of the things that we've experienced and things if there's that... anything else just let us know I yeah we can curious. always mention it like it's fun to hear from other people I think we mentioned everything. Um, yeah. Do you have anything else to say? I remember last episode you had something to say. <laughs> I'm still waiting for what sounded Dragon makes. <laughs> <laughs> what sound does it make when the fire comes out? <laughs> Guys, we're so stupid. Speak for yourself. I... I'm a very smart young lady. Smart young lady. Slimamaisy. Guys, please go follow our social medias. Um, on Instagram, we're Immigratable Podcast. TikTok's the same. Facebook's the same. And then on X, we are Immigratable Pod. Um, we have seen some new followers on Instagram. Thank you guys so much. We really appreciate it. For all those new followers, um, I'm collecting magnets. If anyone wants to send me a magnet from the state they're in. Yep, um, we'll put a P.O. box in our bio. I'm not giving my personal address to anyone. Not a P.O. box. You get one, like, at the post office. It's, I think it's, like, $2 or something. It's cheap. If someone wants to send me a magnet, I will send you something back. What are you going to send them? It's a surprise. Oh, goodness. Good luck, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.